to be in the stadium with <laughs> that fucked it up <laughs> the way I need to be in the stadium with fucking 60 other thousand people singing that song is like that's, soup soup for the soul that's bro. how like, I felt at the Harry Styles concert like, it's like I wow this so, is my moment bro I am so ready to cry at the show did you get tickets? hell no oh. <laughs> I gotta find some <laughs> But I, I just need that for, for, for my peace of mind. If you worry about my mental health, buy me tickets to the Taylor Swift show. Please. Because I, I just need to sing. I just need to trade friendship bracelets. And I just need to sing Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's all I need for my little cracked soul. So if you <laughs> care about me, if you want to see me happy, buy me tickets to the Taylor Swift show. Thank you. Anyways. That song is our friendship song. Mm-hmm. We're in the studio today with the one and only Naomi. Hi. Me and Naomi have been friends for a while. You didn't consider me a friend until like two and a half years ago? Two days ago. Okay. Regardless, I thought you were my <laughs> friend for a long time before that. But you were also a child when I met you, so you didn't really have like... I didn't really think you were no, that but serious. Even when we started hanging out, you were like, no, like, you, I had to have gone through something with someone for them to be my friend. And I was like, damn, no, I'm not a friend. No, you, I'm your, you're my best friend. Those, those, those spots is coveted. I claim it now, but I had to fight for it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Shayla and Jenny got them spots on, on, on lock. And I can't it, be and, up there with Yeah, and anybody after that has to be on par. And? You're up there. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Okay. All right. I can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't slam the headphones, loser. Uh, yeah. So tell them how long we've been friends. Um, well, Brittany would say we've been friends for like. What time we get here? Shut up. I'm trying to think. I'm about to be 25. So six, almost six years. We've been like bestie besties. Isn't that crazy? Ain't no goddamn six years. That's what's yes. crazy. Ain't no, been no goddamn six years, Naomi. Yeah, I was 19. You're a liar. I swear, Brittany. We have not been hanging out for six years. Yes. No, we the started, fuck we have okay. not. 
Pause. We'll get run into it back, that. Run it back, Turbo. We'll get into that. Okay, come on. I come on. say we became friends when you started hanging out with Nina. Actually, no. We were not friends. I take that all back. Okay, thank you. You and Chris tormented me. The, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to have this slander. No. Uh, I'm not going to have this slander, I bro. might have started it unintentionally as an innocent 10-year-old. What but the I was fuck? attacked. What a viciously. lie. What a lie. Actually, no. You guys, I mean, no. I was... Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm standing by what I said. No, 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 no. Though you viciously got natty. I won't say I, vicious. I knew, I knew you were going to say <laughs> you that. You guys viciously got natty, but I But was, that wasn't I our was, fault. That was Phil's fault. Phil made us do it, and then he was with us doing it. So that's not our fault. We were children. Blame Phil. You were not a child. You were 18. I was a child. 18. And Phil was 76. Blame <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Phil is a child. <laughs> a man child. Gotcha. Yes, but. But still, it is his fault. Um, yeah, me and Brittany's relationship started with cold waffles. <laughs> you love telling this stinking ass story. I love it. I think it's funny. I also think, okay, ready? We'll start. So, Brittany became friends with Nina when she was pregnant, after Shadalina. Right after Shadalina. Right after Shadalina. Okay, so Brittany and Chris was, like, lived at our house. We saw them every day. Um, yep. I was 10. No, well, 11 at that point. I want to know how many people trust an 11-year-old to make them food. Bro, if you already have waffles in the toaster. Am I, uh, I let's let's set the scene. Let's many, set the scene, okay. though, because your parents never had any good food in the house. <laughs> never no fucking chips. We grew up in a, uh, what's that called? An almond, not an almond house. It's a, the ingredient household. We had an ingredient household. Have you seen that on TikTok? No. Where it's a trend where it's like, uh, when you ate a snacks growing up in a green house, it's like a handful of croutons, exactly. some shredded cheese. Bro, me and Chris be hungry as fuck, <laughs> as fuck, bro. These mo- they ain't never had no chips. They they barely had cookies. Your dad always had like the most dad random jar cookies. of cookies, but like your mom, no snacks, never had shit. Goldfish. Oh my god, we used to be over there fucking dying, dying. Okay. Well, I was eleven. wasn't even in middle school yet. Grubby little hands. Your fault. And Brittany asked me to make her some frozen waffles. <laughs> so I went out to the garage to get the waffles from the freezer. And. Go ahead. Oh. It's just hella loud for me. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. Now it's loud for me. You're good. Oh, okay. Okay. So then. Where was I? Oh, Brittany had me go make her some waffles. So I went out into the garage to get the waffles from the freezer. <laughs> and I was 11, and I was walking with the waffles, and a waffle fell out of the box. And there was only two waffles left. And so I just put it back in the box <laughs> and brought them inside. Wait, it fell on the floor <laughs> in the garage? You never told me this, bro. <laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> This whole time I'm thinking she like dropped them <laughs> out the toaster type shit. She never no. said it dropped and rolled oh, under no. the car my in the garage. Lo- my logic was, well, I'm going to cook it. Girl, so fuck like- you. I had no fucking way. So I put them in the toaster because obviously like heat kills bacteria. I was smart. Um, and then Brittany wanted, God, what did you want on your waffles? Like jelly? Yeah, because I don't like syrup. She wanted jelly on her waffles. And I said, that's gross. So I would not put jelly on her waffles, and I put, like, maybe peanut butter. You did put peanut butter. Did <laughs> y'all some peanut, peanut butter eating butter. motherfuckers over there. I put peanut butter and maybe some syrup on the side. 
and gave her her waffles. And she ate them. And then afterwards, after she ate them, told me they were cold. And then I told her, well, that's fine because I dropped it on the ground. Now I'm thinking she dropped them in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like five second rule. Like I'm at this house every day. It's cool. She ain't said nothing about that motherfucker <laughs> flip dipping and rolling on the ground in the garage, bro. To be fair, Joanne would sweep and clean our garage. I, there ain't nothing to be fair about, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Ain't no goddamn way. Okay, I would have ate was... a waffle off the garage floor. <laughs> That's, bro, she, I promise you she has left this part out of every story. No, I, I told her I dropped it on the ground. You said on the floor. Yeah. I'm thinking the floor in front of the fucking counter. No, I dropped it before I cooked it. That's not my fault you didn't use your deductive reasoning and figure it out. Fuck you. <laughs> well, after that, Brittany and Chris proceeded to harass me for a good three years, at least. Um, I feel like... Her, uh, okay, ready? I, I got I got stories. Run it back, Turbo. Okay. Because you um, about to fucking lie. Harass? I was... Mm, crazy. I was... Okay, so Brittany, how old are you? 31. 31. And I'm 24. That's seven years. You're seven years older than me. So I was 11. You were 18. You were a grown woman. I was a child. Allegedly. This is all alleged. And Brittany and Chris come into my room when I'm sleeping and take a picture of me. Mind you, Naomi is always sleeping. I Not at this time. You're goddamn why. I was. Naomi but, was always in her dirty ass room. <laughs> <laughs> dirty ass room. You Sleep. cannot make fun of a depression room for a child. This was a long time ago. Nobody knew what it was. We just thought you, why the fuck is she always sleeping in that dirty ass room? Middle of the day, blackout. No, this was, I rem- I literally can find the picture because it's still on Chris's Facebook. It sure is. I was in my duck pajamas and they came in the room while I was sleeping, which is weird. Took a picture of me while I was sleeping, which is weird. And put it on the internet, which is weird. Bruh, she act like, she act like we snuck in her room. She act like we tiptoed up to her bed and took a photo if you see this fucking photo, <laughs> you can tell we slung the door open, took the photo with a flash on it while she was rising out of bed. No, it is uh, a terrible I'm, fucking photo. I'm finding it. Go here. It is a terrible fucking photo. It is nowhere near as nice and neat as she's talking about. That shit is blurry as hell. I'm going to find it and we're going to post it on the on the Facebook page. Actually, no, we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm taking all no, that no, back. No, 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 um, What else happened? There was one time where Brittany was attacking me. I don't remember why, but I got chased into my room and I was cornered. Not and, even. And I was scared. Not even. I, you is, it, is, me. It, is this the time you tried to mace me with that fucking deodorant? <laughs> she chased me into my room. I was 13 and terrified. And I grabbed the first weapon I could find, which, thank God I have survival skills. Brittany, thank you for teaching me that. And I took this spray on deodorant <laughs> and sprayed her with it because I was trying to save myself. And you want to know what Brittany did? She went up to my closet, took every piece of clothing I had, and threw it on the ground. Okay, let's tell the truth now. This is like Greek Easter or some shit. Because I know because it was me and Cheyenne that came, and Cheyenne was pregnant as fuck. This is like Greek Easter or some shit. Naomi is downstairs being annoying as she is, or as she was, as she was. Then she take off upstairs. I don't remember what the fuck. I don't I, remember I, what caused it. I, I truly don't, and I don't feel like I chased you because that was a lot of fucking stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running up them hoes. I'm not sure. It was enough where I was scared to be flailing around looking for a weapon. No, y'all always do that shit. <laughs> y'all always do that shit. Y'all was tearing that fucking house out the frame. I come in the room. We arguing about something else. That motherfucker get to spraying that damn deodorant <laughs> no, in I my was, mouth, I in my I eyes, like remember. it's fucking mace. <laughs> then I feel like at some point, I, before she started fucking macing me with 
powdered Dove powdered spray I said Naomi stop fucking playing bro I feel like I, I didn't even cuss Cause I didn't cuss at her parents house Um And she got to mess me with that shit And I wouldn't hit her Cause like what the fuck That's 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 savage So I just took everything she owned out the club Find, Mind you Her room already fucked up So I'm just <laughs> adding to it She already got A closet worth of clothes On the fucking floor so I took it. I didn't even take the shit off the hangers. That's what I should have done. Should have took all the shit off the hangers and balled it up and twirled it around and threw it over my One back. You already part? told me your mama picked it up. Joanne picked it up because she felt bad. Man, fuck that. No punishment for me except for shitting my pants because I was scared. You got to stop telling people shit on yourself, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what level of depression it is that you would shit on yourself. <laughs> You're going to I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. Oh, we're cutting that part. I wish the hell I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think what else happened. Yeah, think of another one. No, no context at all. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another story. Yeah, because it's all lies. No, because I always liked you and Chris. I always want to be around. You guys always treat me like I was a little kid. I feel that. I'm trying to think of what else happened. All I remember is when you guys attacked Natty. Again, not our fault. Smacked her. Again, not our fault. Up and down. Again. Handprints everywhere. Not Child that. Not do that. Not do that. Not sound like feel. Oh, that's crazy because I just remember walking in and you and Chris were doing it. That 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 a thousand percent is feel. Yeah, definitely. Like With thing. that thick ass pork chop hand he had, <laughs> that hand was thick as fuck. That was, Phil, Phil was like, you got to hit her. He called it like some kind of pig or something. Pink belly? Yeah, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. That's what he told us to do. Yeah, but that's like when you smack someone like five star them. Can you please stop in this goddamn table? (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's what Phil told us to do, so I don't know what to tell you. Nah, that was fucked up. Phil was 40 some years old. He ain't had no business telling us to do no shit like that. You were 18, you were a grown woman. You could have said, "Mm, doesn't sound make sense. The white man was telling us what to do. So we was going with the white man. <laughs> I got no comment. <laughs> it wasn't our fault. Natalie knows we're sorry. Well, yes. Well, then, I'm trying to think. Then I think we were, we were friends. We were, we were chilling. I always wanted to be your friend. You would always tell me I wasn't your friend. And then you moved to St. Louis. And I was pissed because you didn't wake me up to say goodbye. <laughs> I fell asleep. We were watching Pitch Perfect at my mom's oh, house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you came down your last day. We all watched a movie. And you you was mad as fuck. You wouldn't even open the door. Yeah, because you didn't say bye to me. That's crazy. I remember that. But you wouldn't even open the door. I'm like, Naomi, bro, open the door. I was hurt. You were pissed. I was like, oh, this motherfucker crazy. No, it's because I care. I still to this day hate when people don't say hi and bye to me. Noted. I want a hello, and I want a goodbye. Especially when you're moving. I was so sad. I remember waking up the next day pissed. (laughs) I'm so mad he didn't say bye to me. Oh, shit. Okay. And then, when was that? How how long ago was that? Because you were only gone for a year. 2014, 15. Okay. So, yeah, I don't feel like, and after that, like, you came back, and I think everything was fine. We were just... You were family. We weren't. We didn't have like a close relationship or anything. And then when I moved out of my mom's house, when we became friends. 
I guess. It all started with your sweater. Do you remember that? Because you were crying? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> put it like that. Yeah, it was, we were moving out of mom's. That was the first time I ever seen you cry. It's the first time anyone ever saw me cry. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. We were moving out of mom's, and I think we were all just, like, overwhelmed, stressed. I think it hurt me more because I still live there. And we were sitting in the basement, and we just finished up packing. You guys all wanted to go to eat, and I just sat down and cried. And then you and everyone left, so for you and Max. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we went out to eat, and you gave me your sweater. And I held on to that shit for Forever. as long as I could. Girl, that, that sweater was soft as shit when I gave it to her. I, she gave it back to me feeling like fucking no, sandpaper. Bro. I, I, I Give just, it back. Give it back then. Fuck you. <laughs> I love that I sweater. I give you shit. I loved that sweater. She had that sweater like two years, bro. But yeah, so I, I took Brittany's sweater, and I think Brittany could just tell that I just wasn't like in the best place mentally, mm-hmm. and so she started like asking me. We'd just like go and hang out, and we'd go on car rides and get ice cream. And the first time we went, we drove around for like five hours, <laughs> and then it just became a thing. Every couple of weeks, we'd go get ice cream and drive around, and just talk. And Brittany was the first person I feel like I ever. Brittany is the first person that ever made me feel safe to talk to about like everything with. I feel like, okay, I feel like the car ride started because your sister was busy. And, like, I didn't have any, like, other in-town friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Shayla lived for, I feel like Jenny was already gone. I feel like, yeah, I feel like she was already gone. And this was long after me and Chris weren't talking and he had already moved. Trying to think, yeah, I feel, I feel like twenty eighteen. It feels like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I just did all that math. I was like, damn. Yeah, and then I feel like we would randomly just be like, "Hey, you want to go? You want to go for a ride?" And yeah, I feel like that's when we start hanging out real, real tough. Mm-hmm. Talking about like, everything, literally everything. I was like, "Ooh," <laughs> and I feel like I feel like that's how all my friendships go. Though, like, once we start talking, we literally. No safeguards. We just talk about everything, mm-hmm. which is so weird to just randomly be like, "This is my deepest, darkest secret that I've been holding on since second grade." Type yeah. of shit. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think I feel like you started telling me things first because I don't open up, <laughs> and I think that you started being open with me, and I was like, "Oh," and like I would say little things, and like I feel like opening up to most people is like pointless because like it does more for that person than for you. And so I was like, oh, I'm not. Like, I just thought it was dumb. That's exactly how I feel. I know. We've talked about it. <laughs> um, and so I felt like I would open up to you and you would, like, say something back that I was like, oh, like, that, like, changed my perspective or, like, helped me think of this differently or just, like, made me feel seen in a yeah. way that, like, I never felt like I had with anybody else. So slowly through you opening up, like, because we used to drive around and you would show me, like, all your old neighborhoods, all the old houses you lived in and everything. And we would just start talking and, like, you gave me a safe space. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. That's funny because, like, I always, I always, like, want to show, like, the last car ride me and my brother went on, he, he ain't been past, like, my grandma's old house in, like, a long time. I was like, oh, man, you remember we used to slide, we used to squeeze through the bars over there? You remember this bank that used to be right here? You remember this is the church where you had to, you remember this, that, this is the barbershop that used to be, April's barbershop uptown, that used to be the best barbershop in town, like, line out the dough on the weekends, everybody get this haircut of April's. And that was like that was like the last, I think like, 
I think like two or three days later, he like, he like got admitted to the hospital. But yeah, I was like, so that's a, that's like one of my favorite things to do is like show people, like, mm-hmm. but it's only been you. I've only ever shown you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever shown you, but like that's that's it's always interesting because like mm-hmm. those are my favorite things. Like we would drive around, you would just like tell me all these crazy stories. I'd be like, wow. I feel like a lot has changed about those neighborhoods, and nothing has changed about those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it, I don't know, it's cool though. Yeah, I didn't realize how fucking big Kenosha was. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, I never like go to like I go where I need to go, and that's it. You would take me around, and be like I don't even don't even know where I'm at. And it's funny because, like, a lot of those neighborhoods, I, like, until I got grown and started driving, which I didn't start driving until after I was 23, um, I didn't know what the other side of the block looked like because my mama would be like, stay stay where I can see you type shit. Like, she never let us, mm-hmm. she never let us, like, go around the corner. Yeah. So, like, a lot of them blocks, I only know what the front of the street looked like. Yeah. Until I was grown. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we're right here. This is what the other side of the street <laughs> looked like. But, yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that whole situation was so horrible at the time, but I feel like out of that came our friendship. I didn't. I, I guess I didn't put together like that's when when we like really became friends. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You never realized that? No, I'm thinking about it now. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm like quiet. I'm like, uh. Yeah, I never, I never realized like it was like that situation that that catapulted sparked this. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, and it was like perfect timing because it was right when well, me and Gary had started dating, like maybe and it was like end of twenty seventeen. Okay, so I felt like it was right when we were getting to the point of relationships where it's like you're not just like oh like happy this whatever. It was like learning things and I and I would talk to you, but I'm like I don't fucking understand this, and you'd be like oh well da 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 because you guys are the same fucking person. Yeah, same. and I feel like me and Gary are still in a relationship because of you. Because, like, in that beginning stage, I feel like it's always be like, no, I'm not dealing with this. But it was like, oh, like, you helped me understand him to the point where, like, now, like, I don't question things. I'm like, oh, I get, like, this is what this is, and this is what he needs, blah, blah, blah. Because of you. Yeah. That's why you're going to be um, the officiant at our wedding. You keep saying that, but uh, I ain't with it. You can't say no to that. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I feel like it's just the truth. I, that, you're that going fe- to do it. That feels, like, that feels too important for it to be me. Not it'd be you are a stranger. Like that doesn't make sense. Why would I pick some random person that I don't know? Who else would it be if it wasn't you? It'd be someone that I don't know. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Um. <laughs> damn, I had a point before you said the part. I don't know because I and I feel like I feel like you're emotional without being like I don't want to say overly emotional, but like. You display emotions in a rational kind of way, and jam. <laughs> hey, hold on. Who Fun- the fuck is jail? My sister. My sister in jail. So like, oh. <laughs> my sister. My phone is connected to the thing, obviously, because I play music. Um, but like, my phone is on personal. And, like, you can select who you want the call to go through. So, like, I was missing, like, ten calls a day because I don't have my phone on me when I'm at work. So, like, I saved the number so she could call me. I can't it as jail. What else am I supposed to save it as? It ain't her fucking phone. You're funny. Yeah. So that's what that's what jail was about. <laughs> um, 
But I feel like you display emotions, emotions in a rational kind of way that other girls that like I've tried to be friends with don't. Like me, me and Nina, I don't, I don't picture us as like, as like, um, like girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Nina is a homeboy. Okay. Like we're emotional when we need need to be, mm-hmm. and we can be with each other. But other than that, like we're homeboys. Like. Dudes, dudes don't talk like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like that's the way it is. And, like, even with Shayla and Jenny, like, when they're emotional, it's very rational. It's very, like, solution-based. Like, they're mm-hmm. they not just ranting and raving and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we have productive conversations around emotions. Mm-hmm. But other other girls other than, like, the ones I am around are nuts. <laughs> like, like, when they be telling me a story, I'm like... Yeah, I feel like you have you to be able to see fault in yourself. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, you have to be able to, like, think of, like, okay, like, it's not, you're not always the victim, or, like, you're not always, like, like, if something's going wrong where you're feeling emotional, like, you have to think, okay, like, why do I feel this way? Or, like, it can't always be, like, oh, this person's an asshole, or this person yeah. did this, and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to be, like, okay, like, think about it more. Yeah, but even even when things, like, affect you, like, you're not, like, what was me type shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't want to say I don't think like responsible for your emotions is like the correct way to say it, but I feel like you don't I don't know, I just think emotions are irrational, so I don't deal in them. So I like when people are like not overly emotional. Thanks. I don't think I've ever been told I'm under emotional. <laughs> it's not under emotional. It's no, like appropriately I mean, <laughs> emotional for the situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Just like you tell me I'm extra sensitive. Yeah. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. That like I'm an extremely sensitive person. And everything bothers me. Mm-hmm. And everything affects me. And I just don't tell people or let people know that. Yeah. What did I say yesterday? I'm trying to remember what I told Nova. Oh, I hate when people press me about an issue I have with another person. Okay. Like, if it doesn't affect you and you just want to know for the sake of knowing, but, like, it's not, like, in a good way. It's not like you're letting me vent or you're, like, or you're, like, trying to give me advice or anything. It's just, like, it's just, like, wanting to know. Mm -hmm. So you can tell other people. That's, That's my biggest thing. Like, I like to control what I say, how I say, when I say it, mm-hmm. because I think I come off as a aggressive person and I come off as a negative person. So if I say something, like if I text somebody something, they're going to take that in a completely different way than I meant it. Yeah. And because I people uh, view me as that, like even if I break it down and explain it to them, they still think it's what whatever they initially thought. Yeah, so people's perception my expl- always changes how things are. Yeah, so my explanation didn't mean anything in the first place, so... I'm just very selective on what I say, how mm-hmm. I say it, and when I say it to people. But I just, I don't know. I hate, I hate like, being misunderstood. I think everybody does. No, because I feel like my, my intentions and my actions are always so pure when I care about somebody. Yeah. So, like, for, for it to be twisted into something is not, that mm-hmm. bothers. That bothers me and my fucking soul. I'm like, yeah. bro, if I really. But anyone I, who knows you knows that. I don't know, because sometimes I'd be like, bro, you really think I would, like, I did that on purpose or, like, that's the way that's the way I was thinking when I did that? I would never. Yeah, I feel like 
And last year, like, as that person who's like, oh, like, you did this to make me feel this way, you have to remove your own personal emotions to, like, be rational. Like, okay, I know this person. Would they do this? Or would they do that with this intention? Or did this happen because of something else? Yeah. You have to be rational enough to think that way. Yeah. And, like, that's what I was saying about um, being – I missed my. I lost my point that fast. We'll cut this part. We're not gonna cut this part. <laughs> I just don't fucking remember. But that's what that's that's my biggest thing about being misunderstood is like I don't I don't do anything for bad karma. Bad. Mm-hmm. If 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 my intentions are bad, you're gonna know it because I'll I'll let you know. Yeah. You'll feel it. But I don't move that way because it takes too much out of me. Because like once I decided to stop being angry. To go back and be like that fucking angry or be that spiteful, that ain't that ain't that ain't how I like to move no more. So I'm never doing anything. Um, there's an M word for it, but I can't pronounce it. A well, what? Uh, it starts with an M. It's like mal- maliciously. There you go. That's it. Yeah, I feel like when you act in ways that it's just like, oh, like I want to fuck with this person, or da, 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 then, like, you're just not fulfilling anything for yourself. I feel that. Like, you can't have your life being around, like, revenge or, oh, this person this to me, so, like, I'm bitter or I feel this way because then, like, you never have a full life. Yeah. And it's a lot of, that's a lot of, like, mental, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like when I, when I meet people, <clears throat> I always think of the worst shit first. So, like, even if you try to play with me, I'm, I'm, I'm already on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't but you like, think that's not a, okay. No, <laughs> no. It's just like it's just like keeping something in the clip. I ain't put it in the chamber. It's just in the clip. So long as long as long as we keep it cool, uh, it'll never come out. Okay. That's like that's like what I was saying about like I don't ever want to be mean or cool too yeah. cool for anybody that I actually care about. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I know once once we pass like a certain point, then it ain't no going back. And I don't never even want to get anywhere close to that point because then I just start thinking like, damn, you would really hurt me. Yeah. Not even not even just emotionally. You would you would you would really hurt me. That's crazy. Cause I would never, ever. If I tell you I care about you, I I, I will always care about you. Whether mm-hmm. I show whether I show it or not, I will always care for you. Yeah, if, you're very selective with who you give your time to. Cause I feel it, like I'm similar. Cause it's deep for me. Like yeah. people are like, oh, it's not that deep. It's always gonna be deep for me. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't, I didn't have friends friends growing up. So like later on in life, when I started getting friends, and like it was at such like a pivotal time in my life from like sixteen to eighteen ish. Mm-hmm. Like I was just going through so much. So like all my everybody that I'm friends with now was around for that time. So like to it's always gonna be that deep for me. Yeah. Like I don't even know how to make a friend now and then explain all that other shit. I feel that because I feel like a lot of my close friendships that I have right now I've formed in the last few years. Yeah. And it's like, like it's like, damn, like, how do I, like, I want you to know this so you can understand me, but it's like, damn, I don't know how to fucking tell all of this. Like, and I, I feel like I forgot more than more than I could explain, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like at that point, y'all just need to get in a group chat with Shayla and Jenny and they can tell you because I don't fucking <laughs> I remember. Like it's more about just, like, when situations come up where you can relate to it, then you bring up that and then that's how you... Just, like, naturally get to know people in more depth. Because no one wants to be like, hey, like, do you want to hear my whole life story? Like, no, I don't. Like, no one wants to, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when it's brought up in, like, genuine conversation, I feel like it's natural and it makes sense. But sometimes giving that information is like, damn. 
I said this before. I will never feel safe telling people about about me. That's just always been an unnatural thing for me. Now you have so, a podcast. I know, and that, and that is so crazy because, like, if I were to sit down and have this conversation face to face with like another person, it'd be it'd be weird. So like. Having a podcast is so funny because I'd be dying to come on here and tell my business. Mm-hmm. I'd be dying. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man, I need to go. I just need to talk. Not even to someone. Yeah. Not even necessarily about something. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I just thoroughly enjoy having conversations. Like, I don't want to say, I, I think I'm becoming a nosy person. That's good. But I'm also not invested in what the fuck you be talking about. No, but I think the nosiest people are the smartest people. That's only because you fucking know me. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. Okay. Think of the logic. Okay. People who don't ask questions don't get answers. Look at this fucking right? nut. So when you're nosy <laughs> and you want to know things, you want to understand things, you just know more. You, you learn more about, like, interactions, about people. That makes sense because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm nosy. I want to know just because I want to know. Like, there's no purpose behind it. Like, most of the time it's like, I'll forget after you tell me. Or, like, I won't care enough to, like, really remember details. But, like... I feel like when you're not scared to be curious and to ask questions is where you get farther in life. I could understand that logic. I like it. But at the same time, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Show me. No, I like asking. I, I don't know. But I'm just naturally, like, my dad's like that. Where it's like he's, but my dad's worse than me. Way worse. He asks the questions like, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dad. But it's also just like, what's the worst that comes out of it? Someone doesn't want to talk? Okay. Gotcha. I have a question. Okay. You ready? No. Okay. You seem nervous. You ready? Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, what's, what's, what's one thing you want to ask me but you're scared to or one thing that you have asked me and you were scared? Hmm. I don't know if I really have anything. I feel like I'm not scared to ask you things. I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm like, oh, I want, I want to know this, but I, I don't know. Because I feel like people always be like, oh, like even my friends are like, oh, you're a closed off person. But I'm like, okay, what do you want to know? And then they never fucking know what they want to know. I don't think you're closed off, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you tell me like oh, everything. You probably had the group chat going crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> please, I really feel like you just please. like, but I also feel like I'm not scared to ask you things. Yeah, like I just like will like. Obviously, there's, like, touchy subjects sometimes where, like, I I feel like I know you well enough to know, like, like when things were going down with your sister, I'd be like, I'd ask it once, see your reply, how you replied. If you give it a short, like, a good, cool, next conversation. But, like, or, like, when you found out about your brother's diagnosis, I asked you once about it. We talked about it. You kept it short. I was like, okay, cool. So, like, I'll let you bring it up. Or, like, I'll mention it one time, and I won't push you if you don't want to be pushed on it. But I feel like that's just how you are but when you're ready to talk about it you do because i remember like the first time we hung out after you found out we got in the car and we did not talk about it for the first like <laughs> like we drove from my dad's house to the lake so that's like 20 minutes hey. and then i looked at you and i was like how are you feeling and you cried and we didn't talk i was just about to say i but i thought i cried in front of you okay yeah that's and funny. then we, you said like that and then we talked about it for like five ten minutes and then you're ready for the next conversation and i was like okay I agree. I just know, I feel like when people push you is when you shut down. 
But I, I don't even necessarily think that. I think, like, so if you ask me a question and I, like, thoroughly explain it to you, and you're just like, no, that's not the truth. Yeah. What the fuck? Just because you can't accept the answer because you have not experienced, like, my reality or, like, the way I explain things or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That don't mean it's not the truth. That's what pissed me off. Don't tell me that, like, I'm not keeping it real or, like, uh, whatever I'm saying is not the truth or no shit like that. Cause yeah. I have no reason, bro. I don't lie about anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that matters. Let yeah. me let me be clear. Anything that matters, like dating, I don't care about that shit. Like being friends with other people, don't care about that. Meeting the person you're dating, don't care about that. You want to come hang out with us after work? Don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? And even the, a lot of that shit, I won't even lie about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I just feel like. I can see how you come off as closed off, but maybe it's because I'm the same way, where it's like we offer what we're willing to in that moment. Yeah. But I also feel like sometimes you got to prompt me to have that conversation. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are so used to me just being short because we've been friends for so long. Mm -hmm. I think they're just so used to me being short and like, take what you can get because I'm not going to give you nothing else, which kind of sucks. I'm sorry. But... (laughs) But, no, I feel like I'm not scared to push it a little bit. But, like, I know when to do it with you. I'm, I could be like, are you sure? Or just, like, little things or I just look at you and I feel like you I, can, I just, you just you gauge it well. But, yeah, I don't feel like there's anything I'm scared to ask you. Is there anything you want to ask? I don't know. I don't think so. Is there anything you want to tell me? Not at all. Is there anything I should know or I don't know that you think I'd be interested in? No. Just to cure my nosiness? No. Tell me your deepest, darkest secret. How much more time we got? (laughs) So I can turn it off on this note. Deepest, darkest secret. I don't even have one because I feel like I talked about this before. Like, I don't know how to accept anything other than hate. And what do you mean by that? Like, if you like, when people tell me they love me, it's like. Ugh. But do you think that's because, like, you feel like love has betrayed you? No, I feel like people have. But even that, like, I don't ever be like, uh, I've been hurt before, so I don't trust anybody. I'm not that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. It's not that deep, bro. Like, I'm not like that. I just. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I need to go to therapy, but yeah. Yes. I think <laughs> I think everybody in the world should go to therapy, but I totally think if I start, you start. Start what? Do you have health insurance? Shit, I don't know. Probably not. Okay. But say if you have health insurance and you're not going, I'm mad. Oh. Um but yeah, I think everybody needs uh therapy just to have someone that's completely unbiased just to talk to. And then someone who's like educated and went to school to be able to help you with your problems is pretty cool to think about but I don't know maybe you just accept that because it's easy it's easy to accept hate I feel that probably there's nothing scary about accepting hate I feel you I don't know I feel like I feel like like in the next few years it's gonna be like my biggest thing is like trying to 
don't even know how to say this. Like trying to, tr- I don't know. You're gonna have like your eat, pray, love. Have you seen that movie? I read that book. Yeah, I'm going. You are. That's what I'm going to Turkey for. Really? Yeah, by myself. Oh, see exactly. Yeah, it's just I feel like. I feel like who you are now is very different from the person who I met originally and then very different from the person who you were, like, even, like, four years ago. Yeah, I feel like four years ago. Let me see. Four years ago, I was working 60 hours a week, going to two colleges, raising a newborn, living upstairs in my brother's house, and a shit-ass situationship that was stressing me the fuck out. But, yeah. I know. Yes, I do. I do. Just kidding. That threw me for a second. Yeah, I just feel like you've grown to a point where I feel like you're almost like you know exactly who you are, what you want, what you want out of life. Yeah, that's a that's a conversation for another day. Because, like, the two things I wanted, to, like, even beyond the friendship episode, I was going to talk about boundaries. Okay. And, like, how I'm... I'm rock solid on like what I accept and what I mm-hmm. want to accept. Like even spending the block on people, I don't. I'm not into that shit no more. Cause like, like I said, I move with like the peers' intentions for you to to like hurt me in a way that like we can't communicate why I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. That's 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 above me now. You gotta take that up with God. Cause I don't know what to tell you. Cause I would never do no shit like that to you. So and I like I understand everything. Yeah, I understand everything. So for you to to do whatever you did, uh, I'm good on it. Okay. I think that's valid. I feel like having healthy boundaries is so important. My dad gave us all a book one year about, like, setting boundaries. I don't think I read, like, the first chapter. <laughs> but he's always, like, for the past, since, like, I don't know. I mean, as long as I lived back with him, so, like, for the past, like, what, six years, he's been very, like, preachy about, like, your boundaries and like protecting yourself and like accepting the whole love is a choice. Like everything is very much like, it's like you are in control of your own life. That's like what it is. You're setting up the, the your quality of life. Cause that's what's important is your quality of life. Like you can have all the nice shit, but like if, if you don't have anything else, if you don't have really any substance in life, if you don't have any meaningful connections in life, mm-hmm. then what the fuck kind of life is that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I'm like so, so heavy on my boundaries. Like I, I don't want nobody it's not even, like, nobody close to hurt me. Like, I don't want nobody to keep playing. Like, yeah. life life is too short. Stop wasting my time. Mm-hmm. If we're not going to be real friends, and if, in the sense of, like, you can call me and I will be there. Mm-hmm. I will be there. Whatever it takes, I will be there. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like, I don't even want to say you would do the same because different people show support and love in different ways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand the person that you're expecting this out of. And everybody's not going to be you. I feel like that is my biggest problem. Like, I expect everybody to be... To like, match the same energy you're giving. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... You can't accept... You can't expect everybody to give the same friendship just because that's the friendship you give. Yeah, and, like, I'm I'm, I'm learning that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just... I just... Life is too short to have surface level friendships that take so much effort, bro. I'm not. I'm already bad at texting. I am not going to be wasting my time texting you. I'm not going to be wasting my time calling you. I'm not going to waste my time checking your socials. I'm not going to I'm not going to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I feel that. So, 
Make it count. <laughs> Got one shot. If, you, if you're going to fuck with me, make it count, bro. If you're going to play with me, make it count because it's going to be the last time. I'm just, like I said, I want peace at all costs. Mm-hmm. If I have to start from scratch, I'll start from scratch. I don't give a fuck. I never had shit, no way. So, like, starting over that wouldn't matter to me either, either way. But, yeah, so just just be civilized. Be civilized. That's, that's the way to end this one. Just be civilized. Aren't you glad you came? Yes, I am. I did not want to. Not that I didn't want to. <laughs> everybody I've says the same no thing. I've been saying no for years. <laughs> Bro, everybody says the same thing. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't like my voice. All right, all right. Then after the first hour. I don't even think it's that. It's like, I don't like giving these thoughts out to the world. After the first after the first hour, they're like, oh, let's do six more. <laughs> like They don't never want to leave the studio. Uh, but yeah, it's been great. Um, I haven't decided how I'm going to release this yet, so I don't want to say anything. Um, but read the caption when this come out. That's the best <laughs> I can tell you. Read the caption. That's a, that's the safest way for me to put it out. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. I would say tell a friend to tell a friend, but don't tell my mama. But one of you bitches already told her. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>